0: Thank you for
1: staying with us, Father Randall Kaisel, broadcasting live here from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. What a beautiful day our Lord has given us here in southern Minnesota, sunny October day. And we have with us our next guest, Oscar Delgado. Welcome to the show, Oscar.
2: Thank you, Father. Thank you for bringing me here. It's beautiful. Beautiful. And
1: Oscar, before we get into the heart of the interview, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Oscar?
2: Who is Oscar? Oh, that's a very loaded question, Father, but... uh, (laughs) Oscar is a former NBC producer, uh, lived in Mexico City, um, bureau chief of Mexico, of uh, Latin America and the Caribbean, was a senior war producer, traveled the world covering uh, conflicts, and uh, now um, just doing films that's what I'm doing
1: now. Yes, and you're doing a particular kind of films, right? Yes, I mean, you're not just any films, but what do you do, Oscar?
2: Catholic ask? films. Now, this is a film called Purgatory, which is coming out today and on the 28th. It's a film about purgatory. Um, it's one of the things that, um, as a doctrine, we really don't talk about too much, and it's really important that, as you know, Father, you've, you've run the front lines of uh, all these things. I mean, you have funerals and funerals have now turned into canonization ceremonies, and we really forget sometimes about you know we really we need to pray for those that went before us and hopefully they make it straight to heaven, but I mean, I know i'd like to, but we also have a lot of sins, so we have to remember about um, the different things that we want to live our lives in um, in that type of way, and remember the gospel message and so this film, purgatory, um, talks about those things that you know are eternity, you know where we 're going to end up and um so uh, that's basically what we'd like the people to go. And uh, there's mystical experience. full of Horak and different saints. And um, I think it's really going to awaken people to the reality of a doctrine that, um, that most people don't really remember or talk about.
1: I think so, too. And maybe, Oscar, before we get into a little more details on the film, we could... For the benefit of our listeners out there, uh, I think the great majority are Catholic. Some may not be Catholic, but all of us need to be reminded on the basic doctrine of purgatory. What, what, this idea of purgatory, like, yeah, I have a vague idea what it is, but what exactly is the church teaching on purgatory? And we can go back and forth on that, Oscar, but you want to start? Well, I'll start with, with the, we
2: the first thing is that nothing unclean gets to heaven right i mean that's the thing that that's got a very basic so understanding that we work our way backwards like well if nothing unclean gets to heaven when we die are we completely clean are we completely detached with everything are we are we living the gospel message to the fullest and then we die in that in that sense and so um i think if you start with that basis then you can say well in god's mercy knowing that nothing unclean gets to heaven, we need a place of purification. And so that kind of is like a basic, uh, very basic understanding of why we have purgatory. But Father, I'm sure that you have much more depth that um, our listeners would love to hear.
1: Yeah, and you did good, Oscar. And I can explain it in a little different ways. We, we, we have a tendency to use analogies. Analogies break down. They're not perfect regarding the reality we're trying to describe, but it, it helps the mind and the imagination to put a, a practical understanding. So I've heard one analogy, purgatory, it's a bit like uh, windows. You know, windows are to let in light, and God is light, a spiritual light and our minds are made for truth our hearts are made for love and our will is made to choose truth and to choose love who is God so we're in this world in this fallen world there's so many things that attract us and some of those things can be sinful or and are sinful and if we have a love for anything other than God or if we have an affection for any anything or anyone other than God, or for the sake of God. Like we think, well, what about a husband and a wife? Uh, They love each other. Does that mean they don't love God? Well, no. And the the Christian ideal is that uh, a husband and wife love each other, but they do so for the love of God. They help each other get to heaven. And so their love is imbued with love for God from the beginning, not a earthly, worldly love, which is not a true love. True love is to love all for God and anyone else for love of God, as well as oneself, because of God. So, if when we die, as you mentioned, uh, nothing impure goes to heaven. So, like the window, if the window has blemishes, and does not let in perfect light. And I'm looking at my window here in our room here and they need to be cleaned. Uh, they, but it's not letting light in perfectly. oh we're in trouble. We're going that's to right. purgatory. Uh-oh. Yeah, these windows you put through purgatory to be purified. Uh, but it's you clean the window and that's what God does in purgatory. He purifies our affections, purifies the will and the will then is ready to be fully united to God and loves everything for God, out of God, out of love for God and in his love. So purgatory is that great grace because no one's Getting to heaven with imperfections in love, and that—that's right on. That's the Catholic teaching. Um, so we, th- there are ways in which we can um, uh, grow in that perfection. You know, in in this world, in this life, and there are ways that the Church provides. So the number one thing everyone needs to know: you want to be in the state of grace. You might still commit venial sins, but to fight to be in the state of grace, go to confession. I tell everyone, at minimum once a month, that's purifying the soul every time you're more freed and more purified through that sacrament, the precious blood of our Lord. Uh, And then do good works for the love of God. Let your intention be, I'm going to do this for the love of God. Suffer for the love of God. Sacrifice for the love of God. Love for the love of God. Be joyful for the love of God. Uh, and then that purifies everything. And that, Another one is to give alms. Almsgiving remits sin and, and the consequence of sin. It, it puts things in order. That's how God looks at almsgiving, out of love for God. So, so many things here can go into readying us, potentially, to go straight to heaven, or at least uh, limiting or remitting what kinds of purification experiences we may have in purgatory. So let's let's transition a little bit into this film. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this uh Oscar. What can you without giving it away uh cuz we want people to go to the right, film. Right. We'll get into where you might be able to hear the film uh or see the film later. Uh but if you can get into a little bit what sort of themes and what sort of ways which is the uh, purgatory presented and its doctrine? Well, it's very
2: interesting, Father. It's really based on a mystic full of who Um, at the beginning, really did not believe in God. And so she had these started having these mystical experiences and holy souls visiting her and then she really began to understand the reality of the afterlife. And it's fascinating. I mean, we use her and we also use uh, St. Padre Pio has... um, some scenes in the film to talk about uh what happened to him with the holy souls as well as Saint Faustina, one of our favorite saints, you and I, so mm-hmm. there are different scenes in the film, but bring forth a reality of what we are faced with when we die, and if we 're not in as you said very eloquently a perfect uh cleansing and being clean when you when you die and so that 's what the film is about. I mean you go to purgatory dot com purgatory.com you could see the um movie.com sorry um and uh, you could see the um the trailer and you could see where it's playing near you so that's important
1: yes and so when you when you get into the missive events of it, what was what the name of the 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 lady Fulo horak Ful- can you tell us a little about her you-
2: she was she's lived in the 30s and um she was agnostic i mean she was someone that Really, didn't very intelligent. Did not believe, and then you see in the in the first scene of the movie that um, she's confronted. It's like she was confronted about not um, not believing in God, and she's like, "Oh, how can you like live through life without any type of uh, belief?" And then she runs out of the room, and then it starts. That's where it starts, kind of like she begins getting some um, mystical experiences and everything else. And we get to see the holy souls and her depths and. Understanding that, um, I mean, more than anything else, it's it really does awaken us to remember that we're here for a limited time, and yes. this is not our home. So, as you know, Father, you preach on this all the time about to remember that we have an eternity, we have an afterlife, and so one of the things I appreciate being here is one of the things that, and this is kind of strange. I'm here at uh, at Saint, and yet a beautiful mass this morning, but always remembering and how you always come back and say, "This is not our home. We have a, we have an eternity that we need to." Focus in on and i think purgatory see the film it really will awaken that reality which
1: you always preach about thank you oscar yes and uh, this this person of fula horak that it's caught my imagination <laughs> here in this interview oscar but that, where did she live where was she, she poland poland, she's, poland. so yes. she's a polish yeah polish mystic and then um in the 1930s yeah. and when did she die she died in uh, 1941. 1941. Yeah. Wow. And then, uh, so she underwent a conversion, right. came to believe, became Catholic at some point. Yeah,
2: became Catholic, devout Catholic, and then uh, and she continued to have the mystical experiences. Yes.
1: Even sold some Purgatory yes. with visitor.
2: Yes, yes. So I just, I, I encourage people. I mean, I don't want to give it too much away, but go to you go PurgatoryMovie dot com. Put in your uh, put in your zip code. It's a national release, so you'll be able to check it out. You know, it's today on the, on the 25th and then on the 28th. Two, two showings.
1: Wow, that's amazing. And we have a couple minutes here before our first break, Oscar, but let's, let's get a little bit about the, the idea of, you mentioned several saints who have uh, souls from purgatory that visit them and come. I'm familiar with Saint Faustina. There's another individual named Maria Sima. Yeah, uh, I believe she lived in Germany, yes. Austria area. Yes. And uh, let, let's talk a little bit about some of those experiences they have, and that some of them are quite amazing. Uh, souls coming to them, and wh- why would a soul come to someone uh, to uh, manifest themselves, or why would God allow that to happen? Because well, it's only allowed by God. Yeah,
2: you know, it's really that's a great question, I think that's to, uh, to remind people that. As you know, Father, the holy souls can't pray for themselves. They need our prayers. They need our prayers more than anything. And so I think sometimes that we, um, you know, as you have celebrated many funerals and stuff, they're they're buried and then they're forgotten. They're forgotten. So I think that these visits, as you um, mentioned, that are approved by God and— is to remind people we need to pray for these holy souls. You know, St. Faustina was um, always praying the Divine Mercy Chapel for those that were dying and those souls that went before them. And I think that's an important reality. And so this film does that. It brings people back to that reality that we need to pray for the holy souls because there's no one else that prays for them.
1: That's right. And I can add in just a little of the of the further doctrine on purgatory here is that the, but purgatory has uh, multiple purposes in god's plan so one of them of course is to purify the soul prepared for union with god which is to receive his love and perfectly reflect it back with no affectation or loves for anything outside of god so all of that is purified but the second thing is is about purgatory is that it uh, atones for the injustice of sin and purgatory it, it is a real form of a suffering that it offers atonement back to god uh and, and it and it in a sense it 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 completes what is the the offering of Christ on the on the cross, because as Saint Paul said, uh, uh, we must make up for what is lacking in the suffering of Christ. The, the the souls in purgatory want to be purified and they want to atone for their sins, and, and namely, it's the damages because we live in God's creation. Our souls, our bodies, are God's creation. Uh, uh, Strictly speaking, we belong to God. We are God's property, but God wants us to choose to belong to him. And the beautiful thing of believing in him and belonging to God in a free will decision is God gives himself to us. So it becomes mutual possession. Love possesses. Love has this unity to it that cannot be broken, and that's how God wants it to be. He wants to give himself to us that we may possess him, and he wants us, though, to decide to do the same thing, and then it becomes a mutual unity of love. That's God's goal. That's what's going on here in creation, and when, when we get back from this break, we will go more into that. Stay with us. Real Presence Radio Live from St. Michael and Pine Island.
0: From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio
1: Live. You're here with us at St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. I'm Father Randall Kazel, and we have a special guest with us, Oscar Delgado. He is an associate producer of a new movie that's being released today on Purgatory. Oscar, thank you for being with us. Thank
2: you for having me, Father. I'd love to be here. Yeah, this
1: is great to have you here. I know you, Oscar, so well, and uh, great to have you here at St. Michael. And we are so privileged to be able to share with you this doctrine and this movie on Purgatory. And just before the break, we were talking about... uh, uh, the, the aspect of atonement to God's justice, which is uh, another part of our Catholic knowledge and understanding of purgatory, that uh, because we belong to God and this world belongs to God, we will make an atonement to his justice. And we can do that here on earth. And we can do that through devotion to our Lord and his passion. We can do that through the sacraments, repentance and conversion, offering sacrifices and alms. To atone, and basically, what that means is our sins damage God's property. Our sins damage His creation. And we know that from Adam and Eve, and that's where the root of that doctrine is. But we also know that in Jesus, our sins damaged the humanity of Christ. Our sins cause, and he showed us that the consequences of our sin, not only are there spiritual consequences, there are practical, physical consequences. And so in in purgatory, there is a perfect atonement for every aspect of sin and every sin, uh, if it's not atoned for here before we go from this life. So we want to first be in the state of grace, uh, when our Lord should call us, die in the state of grace, but before that moment comes, we can do what we can to do this. And one of the great things is acts of love. You know, so part of this movie, well, I think it's going to show, although I haven't seen, I'm excited yes. to see it, uh, will be how we can love the souls in purgatory. So Oscar, the souls in purgatory are out of sight, and in a sense, as we say, out of sight, out of mind.
2: Yes, that's, and, that's true. Probably. And this
1: movie, I think, is going to sensitize people to say, "Hey, wait a second, these people are real, and they are suffering." And they're out of sight, out of mind, but they can't help themselves.
2: You know, it's really interesting, Father. Like, I'm Latin, as you know. And so we have a special devotion, especially in Mexico, Day of the Dead. We really try to remember those that came before us. Um, And so uh, it's really interesting. When my grandmother passed away, I mean, I used to go with her to her grave and we'd pray for my grandfather we'd sit there the, and then when she passed away did the same thing so there's this tradition of always remembering and praying for those that it went before and here i mean it's not really it's kind of gone right i mean we've not really and so how do we do that well remember that the first and foremost the souls cannot pray for themselves we have to pray for them and so uh go to the cemeteries, you know, pray for those that have not, you know, just go walk around the cemetery and pray for those that went before you, or maybe those that you don't even know just, they need prayers, those that have nobody to pray for, you know, and Fatima, that was one of the things that she talked about, those that, you know, nobody had to pray for them, many just are lost because they have nobody to pray for and so I think this film, when you go see it, um, purgatorymovie.com again, put in the zip code you will be awakened and I think uh, renewed to remember those that came before us. And again, this is a really act of love. You're praying for those that, as you said, can't pray for themselves and really need us to to remember them and pray for them. Because that's the only way they get out, you know? I mean, they, they need prayers. <laughs> they need Masses said. They need prayers. And, and I think that this, hopefully, um, when we decide to do that, is that reality, you know? To really come up with the afterlife and remember that we're here just in a short uh, period of time. One of the things that... um as always comes to my mind, is that, um, Saints always said, keep death before us. And remember, the date of your death is every year, passes the date of your death. So keep those things in mind. And, and um, I think it'll be important. And again, this movie, PurgatoryMovie.com, go to the theaters, 25th or the 28th, and, um, Type in your zip code, and it is a national release, so it's it's everywhere. So you'll be able to see it.
1: Yeah, it is everywhere. And I, I know here in this area, southern Minnesota, there is a release in Rochester, right. the Rochester uh, Cine, and there's uh, another one in rosemount minnesota another one in apple valley minnesota so hopefully we have a, a but it's all through the united states yes. so there may very well be a release near wherever you are yeah uh if not oscar how long will it be in theaters do you well think?
2: It'll, be, it'll be it's two showings because it's a fathom release so what they do is they just they release it a special uh just two days so it's uh today and then on thursday the of this 20th week. yeah of this week that's it two releases and so uh and so that's we want the people to go to the theaters, and uh, again, these are Catholic movies, and that's we really want to build up the Catholic culture and be able to do that in this, in this day and age.
1: Amen, Oscar. And, and just thinking about the, that charity, that the Souls in Purgatory, that concrete act, they can't help themselves. When we think about showing charity concretely here in the world, we might see someone on the street corner asking for money, and that makes sense. Yeah, I can spare a dollar, uh, or I can spare some food, or I can you know, help this person. We might hear of a family, maybe they lost their job or lost their home. Yes, I want to help this family. Or someone gets sick And say, hey, uh, we, you know, we have a a food circle here at St. Michael, and somebody gets sick, or maybe a family welcomes a new baby. Let's, hey, let's take them some food. Those are beautiful acts of charity, but we see them. We see the people. We can say that, and it feels good to say, "I'm going to make this sacrifice and do this now." But that's the the difficulty with purgatory is that. Out of sight, out of mind. Right. You know, do we even think of them very much? Not really. We we think right. of them when we have the doctrine, and you know, next week we're going to have November second, All right. Souls' Day. We have a particular day to think of them. But and uh, probably your pastor will wear black right. or maybe purple or violet. Uh, but otherwise, it's easy to forget about the right. souls in purgatory. Movies like this, and also saints whom our Lord lets the souls go to, to be a conduit for intercession and awareness, to remind the church and the world. These are our beloved brothers and sisters, and if you will pray for them, if you will pray for them, I will bless them, and you will demonstrate your unity in love for all the souls. So our, our, it is good. It is a good thing. I've, I've grown in devotion to the souls. We call it devotion to them because um, an act of charity never stops, right, Oscar? No. If you give, right. it's going to come back to you.
2: Right, and, and you know, when you are praying for, let's say, a particular soul, and that soul... Makes it to the other side. Well, guess what? They're going to pray for you. You know what I mean? So there's always that full circle moment. Pray for those souls. Pray, get them across the finish line. When they're there, they'll always be grateful. They'll always be grateful and they'll pray for you.
1: Yes. And one other thing we go into, too, Oscar, is there's a, there are special graces that the church has formally taught, and, it, and they're real, these mm-hmm. graces, and they're accessible to everyone in the state of grace throughout the world. And that would be what we call uh, indulgences. Right. And indulgences, there's a, the, the one category, plenary indulgence, which is a, a full release of the temporal punishment due to sin or the consequences of, uh, that are needed to atone to God's justice. Mm-hmm. And, and then there are partial and the church has this established in certain actions, uh, and the Vatican has established those things. Like we think of the, the great St. Faustina and Divine Mercy Sunday. There's right. a plenary indulgence attached to honoring the divine mercy of God on Divine Mercy Sunday. Wow. I know one, one of my favorite uh, plenary indulgence actions is the the Stations of the Cross. Oh. Every day, if a Catholic goes into the church and completes the Stations of the Cross, and it's, it's not complicated, Even you don't even need to use prayers. It's, it's so, And if you oh. look at the plenary indulgence book and given by the, the Vatican if you just do the stations walk by them and think of our lord's passion you can merit uh, the grace of a plenary indulgence so it's oh, wow. the 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 treasury of graces to have uh, um, people released from purgatory are are super abundant. There's nothing missing from Christ's passion and perfect atonement on the cross, other than our participation, our choice to participate and obtain those graces. And one thing about indulgences, though, for all of our listeners, if you do have do the indulgence work and pray according to the prescriptions uh, for the the intentions of our Holy Father and do the work, uh, it can be offered only for. A soul in purgatory, or for oneself. Right. You know, so those are the two things you can have yourself, uh, or a soul in purgatory. Uh, but Oscar, are there any other devotions or things that that maybe come out in the movie, or other ways to help the souls in purgatory? Well,
2: the other thing is, I mean, as as you know, the first uh, nine days of November, if you go to a cemetery, that's right. You know, you go to a cemetery and pray for the dead. That's that's another uh, way of in, and getting indulgences and and uh, going there. So I I'd encourage people to go there and i guess you know really pray i mean we're we're surrounded by this pandemic and you know death is around us and we should remember those i mean more than anything else in in this time that again our life is finite and when you see this film i think it will come hit home that we really need to start preparing ourselves for our journey into the afterlife into eternity and to pray for those that have already made that journey and uh not forget about them as you said very eloquently out of sight out of mind and so Hopefully, this film, uh, again, com, go see it. And I think that'll reawaken our reality of we're living now and our reality when we're gone. You know, that's these two things that we really need to refocus on, I think.
1: Amen. And what about some, because uh, sometimes we think, well, is there anything I get out of this? You know, doing an act of charity, it always comes back to you. But is it? Is it a. Uh do you think, Oscar, we, we help the souls in purgatory, or a soul in purgatory, and then is that it? Is no. There, is there, any, is there I'm anything after you, that I, is like
2: No. I mean, once you help a soul that gets across the finish line, I'm telling you, Father, they will pray for you. I yes. mean, they'll pray for your intentions. They'll pray for your your needs and so that's the thing we got to remember we, let's help some a lot of these guys get across the finish line cuz it's it comes back to us it's what i say a full circle moment mm-hmm. full grace moment full and so that's what you, that's what we really need to do we really need to think about those things and cuz it comes back to us and that's how god works right god's love will always come back if you're open to his grace and i always say if you never say no to Jesus Jesus will never say no to you so <laughs> so you just you just got to just open your hearts and and again i think that this is a doctrine that we really need to think about and, and pray for those holy souls. It's a great act of, of charity and mercy.
1: Yes, and for our listeners out there, you know, if you're like me and Oscar here, I know you, Oscar. <laughs> there are times and days when you say, you know, I need I need some extra help here. I need some things, oh, yeah. and and I look back in my life. I, I the Holy Spirit knows what He's doing, and I I don't always know because I you know, if we let Him be in charge, He, <laughs> he leads us, and sometimes we. We, we would stumble over ourselves, but, but God saves us. But yeah. he, he will inspire within us to be devoted to the souls in purgatory. Right. Like, for example, I'll be, I'll be thinking about at Mass, holy souls. I'll pray for the holy souls spontaneously. Wow. And all of, sudden, all of a sudden, I realize I've got this army of people that right. is all of a sudden helping me. Helping me solve a problem, help me through a difficulty, helping me be, be joyful, uh, and they're interceding in a, such a quiet way. It's a bit like our guardian angels. Right. Like, you, know, my guardian angel, I say, he keeps me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar, so, it's been a joy having you with us. Thank you. This thank Go to purgatorymovie.com, see where those movies are being presented today and Thursday on the release, and uh, let us be devoted to those holy souls. And stay with us. We have great uh, more guests coming up here, including Father Chris Alar, coming up next on Real Presence Radio Live.